0: Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC.
1: When I got traded here, it, it, it did feel like home. It felt like it was where I was supposed to be. Um, all those names you mentioned, you know, obviously my dad played with Greece, played with A-Lynn. Bobby T was the running back coach when he was there. Um, played for Mike. You know, Kyle was in the building all the time. It's just the whole thing is like the second generation of all of those uh, teams that my dad was on, and so... It definitely feels like home for me. If you're going to San Francisco this song you know they used this song in Forrest Gump I think this was one of the scenes where Ginny was doing a whole bunch of drugs and uh, Tom Hanks Forrest Gump of course ends up marrying her well it's just an unbelievable movie but this is a great song San Francisco and that's on the heels of the cut we played from superstar niner running back Christian McCaffrey he talks about the trade he was dealt to the 49ers from the Carolina Panthers last year And he talked a lot in that cut about his father. So for folks that don't know, his father, Ed, and both Ed McCaffrey and Christian McCaffrey both went to Stanford, father and son. But his father, Ed, was drafted by my Giants in 1991. And he had three really good years with the Giants from 91 to 93 before he he moved on. He actually played one year in San Francisco, ironic. And then he went on to play for Mike Shanahan whose son, Kyle Shanahan, is now coaching the 49ers. But McCaffrey played for Mike Shanahan with Elway in Denver from 94 to 2003. And he was part of a very infamous game. The night before, September the 11th, September the 10th, 2001, was the opening night, Monday night football game of the year that year. And the season before that, the Giants, were in the Super Bowl, and they got blown out by the Baltimore Ravens. You remember Ray Lewis, Jamal Lewis, Kerry Collins had a terrible game. But the Giants, by winning the NFC Championship, got a chance to play Monday night football the night before. And they got blown out by the Denver Broncos that night. Brian Greasy was the quarterback. And Ed McCaffrey, Christian's father, had six catches for 94 yards when he ripped his knee to shreds in that game, and did not play the rest of the year. Now, he came back the following season and caught 69 passes for almost a 1,000 yards. But the the story is here is that Ed McCaffrey, between the Giants, the Niners, and the Broncos, was a really good player, like his son, went to Stanford, played for Shanahan's father, Mike, in Denver. So there are a lot of similarities between the two, and those were the points that Christian was making. But only I can tell you why that was the case Cause I'm a genius, right.
0: right? Right. Well, I mean, I yeah. I mean, most people. I feel like leading up to the Super Bowl, that story has been told a lot this week. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody the, the knows. connection no. between the no. Shanahan and the McCaffrey.
1: Hundred percent. Nobody. No, not really. So, and okay. no one even knows who the hell that McCaffrey is. Well, I actually really didn't
0: until just uh, now. And, and, yeah. <laughs> well, a couple weeks no. ago, I, you know, yeah. You, right. You brush up on <laughs> these things, but uh, look yeah. out for uh uh Christian's little brother, Luke. Luke McCaffrey. Who's at Rice and setting all these wide receiver records at Rice right now.
1: Is that true? Yeah. A so, wide receiver like his father. Right. Wow. So
0: uh, Christian Eesh. was talking the other day at the media day about hopefully one day being able to
1: play with his younger brother. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Justin. Excellent job. Uh, my next guest is the best defense attorney in the world. That says a lot. Not in New York, not in this country, in the world. Friend of mine for nearly 47 years. He's the great Joseph Takapina. Joseph, good morning, buddy. How are you? All right, pal. Let's go, Niners. Now, why do you
0: want the Niners to win? Well, well, let's let's start with the basic. I'm a Raiders fan, and they're playing the Chiefs, the Niners, and anyone who's playing the Chiefs is my favorite team on that given day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate hate yeah. the Chiefs. I hate yeah. Patrick Mahomes' little wiggle when he walks. I can't stand the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I want the Niners to win. I like the Niners though as a team. You know, they like the St. Louis Cardinals. To me, of football. Like, they're always good. The organization's amazing. Yeah. Um, I love I love that McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock Purdy, what a great story, right? The last pick in the draft, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, it's, and Nick Bose is my guy. That's my favorite player in football this season. He's, an he's animal. a beast. Yeah, he's so, an animal. Yeah. Beast, beast, beast. So I'm pulling big for the Niners. I think they're going to win big. No, but, they're not
1: going no, you know, to. No, 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 no. I'm glad you're pulling for the Niners and you just told a beautiful story and it made a lot of sense cuz the Raiders and Chiefs are one of the great NFL rivalries but that's where it ends. they are not going to win. You can't beat Patrick Mahomes in a big you're, game. Can't you're do
0: saying it. the Chiefs are going to beat the
1: Niners. 100%. Okay. Uh, let me remind everybody again that I was watching, let me remind everybody. Hold on, that I was at Christ, Hold on, I was at Crystal Springs Resort in New Jersey a month ago when the Chiefs were losing to bad football teams. Bad teams. I think your, your writers even beat them, and uh, Russo and everybody else is saying they're done. It's over. It's done. And oh my God, look who's back in the Super Bowl! They just win big games. Mahomes,
0: he's going to win. Yes, no, 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 they do. And look, he's a great quarterback. I'm not saying that. I just because just I don't like his little wiggle when he walks, and and his whole family's annoying, and his girlfriend, you know, and the, his wife, and the other guy's girlfriend. I'm so sick of that whole genre of, of players there. But that being said, they're amazing. They're great. But the 49s will win. And please just no. remember on Monday, I told you so.
1: I'll remember. I'll play this tape when you're wrong again.
0: The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report, call 1-800-862-6970, and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice.
1: Um Bigger question. I keep getting the, uh, this uh, question every day. It's going to be annoying for you, but you and I are closer than brothers, so you can deal with it. Are you back working
0: for Trump yet again. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. So It was two weeks. I basically wanted to go on vacation. Now I'm back. So thank God. We'll that trial started soon. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Hey, you know, you That's say funny. that trial started soon. So while we're on the Trump thing, because I do want to get to this Ethan Crumbly story, which is really yeah. uh, setting a precedent uh, there in, um, in Michigan. But uh, tell me about uh, the, the next trial for Donald Trump.
0: Well, the, right now, it looks like almost certainly it's going to be the Alvin Bragg, Stormy Daniels, Hush Money case in Manhattan, a case that is honestly a joke of the case. Um, it's it's trying to fit a, a square peg into a round hole. Um, the laws really and facts don't meet, but but it's going to trial. And, you know, whenever Donald Trump is brought to trial in New York City with New York City jurors, there's a risk, right? I mean, you know, he's not very popular here, and, and that case will, will be the first trial because the, the – you know, the D.C. case, if you will, the election subversion case, the, the you know January 6th case, is not, it looks it's on hold. Obviously, the judge scrapped plans for that March 4th trial, which was going to be the first trial. But then just yesterday, there was a massive ruling where the federal appeals court rejected Trump's claim that he was immune on charges of plotting to subvert the results of the 2020 election. So ruling that he must go to trial and indict, and accusing him of seeking to overturn the loss of Biden. So, so that was a unanimous ruling. Now, what happens next? It's not like the case goes back to the trial judge. Now, you know Trump will appeal this to the Supreme Court without question. Without question. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly
1: two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.
0: or email them at info at com. that's g-a-b-o law dot com Gabola, where winning is no accident
1: i saw a a number a couple of days ago kind of surprised me in that you know trump now has built pretty nice size lead five to seven points over biden in uh, in almost every national poll he's got a good enough lead to win when you include the margin of error but but That number goes down pretty significantly from these people if, in fact, the president ends up being convicted. Now, I know you're on Al Sharpton's show, and you did not say that you wanted him to be convicted, that he's going to be convicted. All you said was, in your defense, that could happen. There's a chance. But clarify it here. There's
0: a chance. Sure. What kind of chance? 20%? 50%? Yeah. I never said I wanted this. I don't want him to be convicted. Right? 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 So he's a. He's a former client. I'd produce your obligation to any former client, including him. And, and we didn't have a falling out. It wasn't like there was a problem. It was just, well, as we discussed it, you were the first to hear it. I spoke on your show first. It was just my time, right, for a post-personal reasons. You and I know them, you know, that I choose not to share publicly, but that's it. So, so there's no I hope or want. It's what's realistic, right? What's realistic is this. You have four indictments. You have 91 counts. You have four jury pools, three in which are venues that are not Trump-friendly venues. Let's be real, right? New York City, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Georgia. And then you have this, you know, the Florida case. Um, Is there a chance he's convicted? If you say there's not, it's not – you're not being realistic. And it's not because – I think the facts are overwhelming that he'll be convicted. There is a chance where the jury said, I've won cases that I zero business winning. I've lost cases that I thought should have been won. Um, I've had juries hang on cases because one juror is not, you know, compatible with the rest, and he will do, he's a contrarian. And and that happens, too. So there's a chance he's convicted. There's a chance he's acquitted. There's a chance he's, a, chance he's a hung jury. And and in, in this case, you know, hung jury is a real possibility because, you know, this is different than a regular legal case. This is a legal political maelstrom. And and so you're going to have people who just feel so strongly one way or another that they're going to put the facts and the law aside, possibly, and, and vote with how they feel personally. Right. And that's not how it's supposed to work. So if he's conv- if he goes to trial, there's a chance he's convicted, of course. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a trial, be a directive verdict. Um, so you just don't know what's going to happen. And it's scary because the first case, again, the Manhattan case, which is the one I was involved in, that criminal case where – you know, they're trying to say that he, he, he violated federal election campaign laws, which he did he just did not. Um not in that case. Um in any event, so that's gonna go to trial. If he's convicted there, you know, there's it's a felony. Um Judge Marchon has a wide range of options on sentencing. Um but but here's the thing. If he's convicted and he's a convicted felon running for president, I think that really puts a, a damper on any... Oh, that hurts. Yeah.
1: That hurts. You're yeah. right. No, I can't, even I can't so, argue you know, that. It's yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. Hard yeah, to yeah. argue.
0: I mean, I remember Donald Trump said when he was going against Clinton, and she was just under investigation that she really should be disqualified from running for president because she's under investigation. Right. Um and it will detract her from her duties. So <laughs> a little different yeah. now, huh?
1: Yeah, no, listen, and uh the country is depending on his win. The world I got news for you. He, I was in Israel last week and I can't tell you how many Israelis are sick to their stomach about Biden and want Trump to be back there. So the world is literally praying and hoping for Trump to win and uh, they may screw him. We'll see.
0: Let me get to this the story. Best chance, yeah. The best chance, by the way, of Trump winning is Biden running. Right. right. I mean, Agreed. Yeah, that's the best chance. Of, no, of course. So we, don't, Biden we, we, is, we don't
1: want that Trump Michelle Obama-Gavin Newsom ticket, I can tell you that. Um, right. Jennifer right. Crombley was found guilty of four counts of manslaughter on Tuesday. This is the first parent, this is precedence, this is record here. The first parent in the U.S. to be charged over a mass school shooting committed by their child. Her son did the shooting, but yet she was found guilty of four counts. Let me just say this before I get to you as a legal expert. I love it. I am so sick and tired, even going back to Klebold and Harris uh, in, um, in, in Colorado, in Littleton, Colorado there, that these parents have no idea that their kids are collecting guns and ammunition and making bombs. Some of them actually have legal guns in the house. They know their kids are using the guns. I think Columbine, I think this is a great ruling, and it's about time some of these parents who all of a sudden distance themselves from their own kids pay part of the price. I loved this verdict. What about you?
0: You know at first I, I didn't love the fact that anyone was charged for someone else's crime. I mean, yes, it's their kid, um, but there are a lot of parents out there whose children do horrible things and they're good people, and they didn't know, and they have no idea, and you can't we don't want to start charging every parent because they gave birth to a sociopath um but this is a different case Sid. and i'm with you on this one you know it's not to me again i don't think it, it should be the norm that if a, a, a underage adult commits a crime that the parents automatically deemed responsible legally and is brought to trial because that opens up a, a floodgate of things and it's not fair sure. right. and, and sometimes there are other kids who would be affected right other children yeah. this is a different case this case is as egregious as you'll see, this is the worst parent maybe of all time based on what I've seen. Wow. And what I mean by that is, you know, the, it's said the facts in this case. Because Before I came on, I really studied the trial transcript and the facts. And I have to tell you, this was insanely – I mean, they, they, let's start with the fact that she and her husband gave him a gun for his 16th birthday, okay? Ignored his mental health struggles. Declined to take him home when confronted with his violent drawings at school on the day of the shooting. Said I don't know if you saw it, but the, there was a drawing that came to evidence that in this case the kid drew a sketch the day of the shooting, and what he did was have that nine millimeter gun that they gave him for, for his you know birthday. Oh my 16th god! Sixteenth birthday. So you, know, you and I, our sixteenth birthday, got a jersey, got a football. Right. Right. You know, I got I, I got I got the new card. I got the new card set for stratomatic <laughs> Dramatically, right exactly. Me too. I still have them, by the way. Since. I still have them. But, but but putting that aside, I, I was looking at them the other night. They're the most beautiful. I'm getting off track. This kid got a 9mm gun, and he drew a sketch of his 9mm gun, himself holding it, a bullet with the words, Blood Everywhere and Help Me. The day of the shooting, the school calls the parents in. Come in and, and let's talk about Junior and his grades and his sketching and all that stuff. And what do you think they do? The, the parents say basically he's fine. Like, That's just him being artistic. Like, We're not taking him home. Like, we refuse to take him home, and you, you can't pull him out of school. And later that day, said, later that day, he committed this mass shooting. Oh, my God. So these, these are, it's, yeah. it's just it's beyond belief. In his diary, my parents won't help me or listen to me. I need a therapist, but they won't help me. I have zero help for my mental problems, and it's causing me to shoot up the effing school. Mm. literally wrote that in his diary. Mm. His mom didn't care, and, and, and you know what? She deserves to be convicted in this case. I, I, I don't say it lightly, especially as a defense lawyer, because it's some serious stuff we're talking about here. Yeah. But this was a case where the facts were overwhelming, mm. that she made it clear she earned, earned this, this conviction.
1: My friend Jennifer Harrison, who has her her own uh, victims' rights New York deal here on Long Island, her boyfriend was murdered many years ago, and uh, she just texted me, now we have to start holding these parents in the city responsible for their kids acting like animals. And, you know, you make a good point, Joseph. You know, it's dangerous. You're right. Not every parent knows everything the kids are doing, and they shouldn't be charged. But I have a feeling a lot more parents should be
0: charged. That are. That we don't look hard I, that, enough at the parents. I agree that, I agree with you, what's it? I agree with you. I mean when when kids are are, are popping off at home and saying violent things and, and, and displaying um, desires to have weapons and guns and, and, and the parents basically just go on their day go on about their day and, and don't don't look into it, don't care, don't seek to get their kids help. They are they're futured human beings to me. They're people who don't deserve children, and they turn someone who has mental health issues loose on society. Mental health's a real thing. Yeah. You know, said yeah. you and I. We grew up in an era where you know you didn't have mental health issues. You're just an idiot, right? Or or you know, get tough. You know. <laughs> take another notch well, no, no, those
1: take are them. the those are the days you call somebody a retard without getting fired and that's what you want you're coming you're, you know but don't be a wussy don't right, be a retard right.
0: exactly. let's go exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. don't be a retard right but but now you know it's it's we're in a different world man. Yeah. completely different world and and so i agree with you there's some parents the warning signs are there they ignore them and and you know it's really old and by the way any of these kids who have problems there are mental health issues for sure in this world that that are hard to really grapple with unless you understand it. And I, you know, understand a little bit more now than I ever have, but I will tell you this, um, you know, the fact that some of these parents allow their kids to do what they do um, and and almost condone it by not taking action really says a lot about them as parents. And you know what, when they go and their kids do something violent like this and destroy other lives and you're a parent and you take no responsibility for making sure that you're turning a, a, a young Person into this world that's not a danger to the rest of the world you are legally responsible and this case really it's a watershed case right it's the first time this has ever happened yeah, yeah. in american history this is a year i mean really this year between the trump indictments and this this is like our legal system has been turned on its head
1: no you're right about that yeah you're, that's right president indicted four times this case for the parent uh for a guy like you who's um who's turned himself into the greatest lawyer in the world. It is a very, very big year uh, for your uh, for your industry, I guess. But listen, you are great, and uh, enjoy the game on Sunday. I will play the tape on Monday. One of us is going to be right. <laughs> Unlike hockey, there ain't going to be a tie in this game. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk on Monday. Enjoy the Super Bowl, buddy. I love you. Great job, as always, Joseph Takapina. Great, You're great. Thank you. Thanks. That's you. my Bye. guy. love you, too. Joseph Tacopina, the best defense attorney in the world.